Welcome to Wither Team, live. <laughs> as you know, we are a Harry Potter podcast, or as you may or may not know, we are a Harry Potter podcast for true Potterheads. Usually each week we discuss a chapter from the Harry Potter series, but but today we're doing something a little bit different. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. Um, today we're talking about what really happened to Hedwig and other Wizard King canon. Um, so, okay. Sorry. Usually there's like a break in the thing. Um, so first we kind of want to, for those who might be here and don't know who we are, so Wizard Team, like as Robin was saying, is a Harry Potter podcast. Um, we are housed under Black Girls Create, which is, we co-founded and is a hub for black nerds and creators. So we read these books through the lens of our experiences as black women. Um, and sometimes it is, you know, it can be critical fandom and then it can be messy. other things. Yes. Messy, that's the word. Um, oh, and I didn't introduce our co-host. That was, that was my fault. Um, joining us today um, is a fashion icon, and we'll get into this shortly. Um, Nagini. And she's here. We've got her badge. She's, you know, she's very excited to be here. I hate it. And <laughs> so she's joining us on, on the table, you know, to represent. Um, so going, so just for those who may or may not, most of y'all probably know, like, you know, canon versus fandom or non-canon, extra canon, whatever. So canon is mostly just like what is in the books or in, in it could, you know, Harry Potter, I don't know, anything. Um, what, <laughs> what is in the original source? In the original source. Um, and so in our podcast, we just, you know, we're talking, things come up. Um, and then we start to think of our own canon. And it's not real. It's all head canon. It's all made up. We're just saying things. Um, but this panel is very much is just about like the random, funny, sometimes serious things that we kind of have come up with throughout the four years that we have been doing this podcast. I feel like I should, we should also introduce this corner because they're going to be loud. These are like, y'all know me. These are like some of our like regular listeners and um, we have um, Patreon tier where people can watch or join us as we record and then we'll talk about some of the things that they come up with and their thoughts. They're wild. Um, and, but a lot of like Wizard Team Canon has also come from what the chat and our listeners have also brought to it. So it's not just Bayana and myself who are coming up with this canon, but some of this is born from mess. Um, <laughs> and it's all out of love, but you'll hear they'll, they'll, these lovely ladies have come to support and also join in with their own canon. Yes. Um, so, a couple of things that we kind of um, gravitate towards is not the word because mm, yeah no um so you may or may not know there are lots of different names you know everyone knows the like anagram and the like I am Lord Voldemort and like my name is Tom Marvel Riddle what you don't know he has lots of other names <laughs> so many names you know Tommy Tomarion <laughs> you just you said that one because you because you I went did. there I did. Tom Stitt. Tom Tholomew. Tom Monty. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are a lot. So um, we like to, on our podcast, use other names because Romer is. Also, because my father's name is Thomas and Tommy. Um, and so people started saying, come on, Tommy. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what my dad do? Not. The darkest wizard of all time. So we needed to come up with other. We need to reference him by other names. Um, Tomothy is my favorite. It's, okay. it's, it's simple. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. It's yeah. Easy to you know. Yeah. It's much better than Voldemort. So many syllables. Should have went with that word, Tomothy. <laughs> really good. Um, another thing that you may not be aware of is that. One of the most disturbing things that has ever happened in the history of literature is when our co-host Karen Nagini decided to jump out of the neck of noted historian Matilda Bagshot. We have not recovered from this. I don't, if, if you have recovered from it, please tell us how. Just like strong trauma that came out of that scene. Um, 
But what you may not know what you may not know is that Nikini or Bugini, as she was known while she was in the Like, be scary. We're just, no. She's like, y'all don't appreciate. She's misunderstood. My, she was my like, style. I heard it was one Z season. <laughs> it's Christmas time, right? It's cold. Tom is like, hey, go wait for Harry. And she's like, well, I need a fit. <laughs> I can't just be out here cold. It's snowing. I've already shed my, my skin for <laughs> cozy up there while y'all do whatever y'all do for Christmas and like and you sending me out in the cold why? So she had to find an outfit <laughs> an outfit she's been story noted historian oh god it's so terrible um, but you know um, Maggie has blessed us with a lot you are getting called out blessed us with a lot of art of this some other fashion that Nagini has worn, <laughs> you know. Um, like, you know, so right after she chamfered Harry's neck. Um, <laughs> Harry, out of the neck. Out of, out of the neck, out of the neck, neck. yes. Um, Harry just kind of like, you know, they're in the forest. This creature pops up, it's glowing. He's like, I'm gonna follow that, even though I just yesterday followed follow somebody <laughs> in the dark. And, and cold, and it did not go right. So you know he's a Gryffindor. He doesn't learn lessons. He didn't realize like, that immediately. Yeah, you, you know, but it's practice. It's not not that you don't learn lessons, but just saying you know you like get to put it into practice. A Ravenclaw would have been like one and done. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this time you're more open-minded. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know, I could be wrong, but that's from my limited experience with Ravenclaw or Gryffindors. You know, sometimes it's not the first limited historian you follow. <laughs> so literally, was it it was a day. It was, it, was, it was a day, and then he was like, I'm gonna follow this dope in the woods. <laughs> I'll have a wand. I'm just out here. Jump no, he had a running wand, but like, he's like, just, you know. Yeah. For all he knew, Nagini could have gone into, you know, she's searching for, for the look. She's not just stagnant, you know what I'm saying? Like, she is always forward thinking. Right. As it, come, as it comes to fashion. fashion comes and to seasons, you know? Like, you gotta keep trying. And human gotta... then, a Patronus next. Like, I feel like that's the. The I hate it. <laughs> Another fashion icon. Speaking of fashion, much less, Speaking, um, much less nightmare fashion. Um, Dumbledore is a fashion icon. What you may not know is that Dumbledore was friends with a lot of powerful wizards, but he was also friends with, you know, Coco Chanel, <laughs> Prince Roger Felton, and like, you know, they just talk. Trade, you know, what what are you wearing? How do you feel about silks? I don't know, I'm feeling this like, you know, velvet. Velvet. You know, as long as it's flamboyantly cut. It is um plum. Flam plum. Well, flamboyantly no, that's cut. that's on the muggle days. On the muggle days he's like, I'm out here in my suit and I got like the you know, the broad collar, maybe a little little shimmer, something with my boots. But like on a regular day, he's in long sweeping robes. But his robes are not just any old robes. No. No. He will go a full, you know, color block of purple. He likes he likes his um, accents of like silver stars that go with his light sky blue robes. And um, Madame Malkin basically spends her time in Dumbledore's closet getting ideas. You know? <laughs> That's Just the real tea. The real tea. The best collaboration. Not him and Grindelwald, but him and Matt Mocken. <laughs> for the greater good. For the greater, for the greatest <laughs> Rita skipped over that in her autograph. But we all knew she was skipping over stuff. You know, she had an agenda. So. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. Wizarding canon. Those Wizard. are all things that just happened. Those are, that's true. Just you know what I mean? You can go to the you, text. 
and you can read those. Yeah. You know, the Tilda Secret. It's <laughs> <laughs> really a story. I can't even finish that. <laughs> Wizard Team Cannon. So, um, we're going to kind of go in order, but you know how when you're potting mandrakes, you have to have your head, um, your, your ears covered because, you know, the cry can knock you out, sometimes even kill you. But did you know that the cry that you're hearing is Hotline Blade? <laughs> because Mandrake <laughs> only sings Drake. So actually, I don't, so I quibble with that. And we have like, this is the thing that we what? You came up with. Now. No, 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 with, with that we came up with at this point, it was during Chamber Secrets. So we just finished Deathly Hollows on Wednesday, this past Wednesday. Um, so that was like three years ago because we were reading a chapter a week. Um, I don't think that the baby mandrakes would be singing Hotline Blue. I think no, they'd no, be they singing like singing. I Can Take Your Girl, like yeah. little like pre vocal <laughs> coach Drake. They'd be singing like Degrassi, with, like, Jimmy Brooks, yes. when he mm-hmm. doing Ashley, you know. <laughs> right, right, yes. right. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And that's why, you know. It won't, it right won't so. but an adult mandrake will sing Hotline Bling and mm-hmm. boom, dead. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to, you know, be very careful. I don't know any other Drake songs. I mean, I do. I'm sure I do. There's another one. He's Girls with Beyonce? <laughs> That's a song? I, apparently. Objective fact, girls do love Beyonce. Right. The song, though, you. is like... Okay. Anyway. anyway, that's not the point. How many people watch Grey's Anatomy or has watched Grey's Anatomy? Good, 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 because this is important. Um. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, so, sorry, I thought that... No, I just wanted to make sure. So, so I assume that you're um, familiar with Miranda Bailey. Yes? Keep her in your mind, okay? Just, like, close, she's in your mind? Great. Just... Put her in the hospital wing. That is Madame Pomfrey. She suffers no fools. She is very disturbed by all the goings on at Hogwarts and what you know the establishment gets up to when Dumbledore let Miranda, you know, Madame Pomfrey know that he was, you know, you know, shipping in some dragons for the Triwizard Tournament. She had words. Um, she was, just very unimpressed by the lack of forethought. You know, when the dump, when the Dementors came and set up shop, she was in the headmaster's office like, this is a school. <laughs> I'm gonna need a raise. <laughs> and I, a whole lot of chocolate. A whole lot of chocolate. I I only have enough pepper up potion. There's only so much pepper up potion that I have. And we were not told. And you know I just think that Madame Pumphrey doesn't get enough respect. Um, she doesn't get enough deference. People should really listen to her. She knows what she's talking about. She's chief of medicine. Alright, this one this one is super important. So um, we know you all have read the books and you know. Death of Hollows, the set battle of the seven potters. This is a real sad moment, right, where Hedwig appears to die. That's what you thought happened. That's what you thought happened. What you didn't know was that Hedwig this entire time has been an animagus and has been an aspiring singing or song artist, singer, um, performer, entrepreneur. Cultural icon. Okay. Um, and so she, is, you know, this is what, 1997, mm-hmm. right? She's been, so she been writing songs a lot. While Harry was, you know, you know, helping him out, but also as he gets older, he doesn't need her as much. You know what I mean? Like back when they were, when he was younger and he was still, in, well, not the cupboard. He was in Dudley's room, and his only real friend in ties to the magical world. She's like, I'm a stay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the fly to, we're good. I'm the fly to Egypt. Egypt get you some get you your presents, birthday, birthday presents. You know? Like, I got you, right? But. It's 1997. She's like, I think Harry, you know, he has his own thing that he He's needs to work out. Yeah, I don't take me with him. I'm not needed. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna go pursue my dream. 1997, that happened. 1998, you know what drops? No, no, no. <laughs> that is because Hedwig, Giselle knows Carter, um, faked her own death <laughs> and moved to Houston. Moved, moved to Houston, Texas baby, and uh, you know. 
lived out her dream. She formed a group called Dusty's Menagerie, and um, she was joined by a hippogriff named Weather Moons, aka Buckbeak, um, as well as a phoenix, a phoenix named Fox, who was really good with like steam. So the hip, uh, you know, Buckbeak was good with like yeah, the the choreography, not so much. I don't know. Big wingspan, very pretty, you know, beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. Oh, no. um, and then Hedwig and Fox, you know, first and second vocalist. <laughs> Fox did, did the little lament. Yeah, for Dumbledore. Could hold the death. note. Yep. Second lead vocalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason that we know this, um, or that no, that we were clued into this. Um, Chamber secrets. Harry and Ron are like, wow, we can't get to the platform. We just don't have to drive. And then they drive with Hedwig in there, and then they crash to the Whomping Willow. And Hedwig is like, I just literally saw my life flash before my eyes. I have dreams and goals, and this is not. She and didn't speak to, like, I have wings. Why am I in this Why am I in this car? She Why didn't speak to Harry for four months. And then came back, and like, he was like, oh, we're talking again? And she's like, don't push it. She was like, you know, we need, you're going to lose your wife, is what right. she said. <laughs> Keep it up. Everything you own in a box to the left. <laughs> and once we started to like look at the timeline, the it all together. fell into place. Like obviously, Hedwig is not getting caught slipping. Like no Death Eater is just gonna just come up and that's not happening. Like look at her life. She faked her death, guys. She had she had dreams and she went on tour, and we've been blessed with her music ever since. Um, Sometimes she'll make, you know, a, if you pay close attention, she'll wear feathers. You know, yeah, the, 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 what was it, the Nelson Mandela the, 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 the tribute, and she yeah, had like the whole situation. The, she was out there just letting y'all know who mm-hmm. she really was. She pulled feathers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. Okay, don't do that one. Next no. one. So, um, another thing that you may or may not have um, known, just a little known fact. Um, so everyone from the end of Chamber of Secrets on, everybody's a ghost. Everybody died. And the reason for this is that after the Chamber of Secrets, after Harry and Ron went down the Chamber of Secrets, they came to Dumbledore's office. They were like, all this stuff happened, whatever. And Dumbledore said, great. Go on and have your feast. Celebrate your, put it, your uh, house cup win and the fact that you saved Jenny in the school. But like, didn't they? Didn't they just went straight from there to there? They went from the Chamber of Secrets to the office to the Great Hall. You know what they didn't go to? The bathroom to take a shower. Bath- They're covered in bathroom venom, dirt, mud, blood, bathless droppings. <laughs> Probably <laughs> droppings. I don't know about that one. That one's not. They were in the sewer, sewer, and they just went to the Great Hall to eat, and they washed their hands. Everybody's getting poisoned. Everybody's like, oh, they're like, congratulations. Oh, now I'm going to go eat this, like, treacle tart, and, like, now I'm dead. So, Um, but Hermione was seeing all of this and thought, you know what? Spew is important. I'll get there. But first, I'm going to start a different organization called WASH. Wizards for actual showers and hygiene. (laughs) Very important. Um, lies also just saved. a reminder. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's this great tragedy <laughs> for someone to speak up on just like basic, just you know, he could have just went, could have gave him access to the prefect's bathroom, even like it's fine, you know what I mean? But just like wash off the venom at the very least. Like, you can get like, like food poisoning, it's not great, you don't want it, but like poisoning, poisoning. <laughs> on the scale, I just feel like, you know. Maybe they used uh, anti-belt venom purel. You know, maybe they have that. I hope so. Scourgeify. Scourgeify. Maybe, maybe don't worry to like a hose down. Augmenti. Yes, maxima. Thank you. Thank you. Um, True, maybe, yeah, the Phoenix Phoenix here is just like a cleanse, you know, like outside and inside, you know, like a... Fox is like... Can Fox also cry shampoo? I hope so. (laughs) Antibacterial soap in one eye. Um, Another thing you may not know is that Angelina 
uh, Johnson, beyond being a, an incredibly talented footage player and footage captain, also um, had her own small business while she was at Hogwarts. She developed a line of hair care products and spells. So she was able to do um, anti-breakage spells. Um, she didn't have deep conditioning. She had a, she had a potion for that. Um, she was able to braid her hair. The reason why you always hear about Angelina's braids, braids take time, you know? And you can't keep the same set of braids in for nine months. So your, your whole head That's a recipe for... Disaster. Yeah. Um, but Angelina discovered and came up with a uh, braiding spell. So she would be doing her homework, practicing her footage, and, and her hair would braid itself. The dream of black girls everywhere. <laughs> Wash day normally takes about eight to nine hours, but for Angelina, afternoon, no big deal. We're done. And then she decided to monetize that. She got newts galore, galleons, yes. galleons of, like, you know, her mind was like, all I know how to do is put sleep easy in this, and she was like, you don't know how to style it, you, you, you know, you gotta trim the edges, like the whole thing, you know, but. That's very important. How Angelina got um, through Hogwarts. And then, when she left, boom, small business. She's out here. Oh, shot shopping Diagon Alley right I mean, next to Wizarding so like, Yeah, but like maybe like 98. She maybe like opened up in like June, you know, just give time for the dust to settle after Tom, that whole situation. Yeah. People weren't really looking. She had a little pop up shop at the Wizarding, at the Weezes, Wizard Weezes, and then she decided to, you know, Yeah, she was like, the branding is. Antithetical, like they we don't really match here, so yeah, yeah. So, the reason why the uh, Marauders map ended up in Filch's office before the twins um, were able to abscond with it is because of one Daisy Gudgeon. I don't know if you guys remember this name, but when just some random, just, yeah, he, yes, the Whomping Willow, he came, he, he decided he wanted to touch it. Right. <laughs> Knowing that it's called the Whomping Willow. He got whomped. <laughs> Predictably got whomped. And so from, you know, seeing this great, you know, thought process that he's clearly going through. Um, and also a little bit of like daredevilism, like mischief happening. I think we could see the Marauders being like bestowing the map upon him, you know, and being like, you will, you know, take on the mantle and do all the things and yeah. uphold the, the honor and the glory of the map, and then he loses it like the first time. And the folks is like, oh, got it. Sorry. Sorry about it. <laughs> um, and so, you know, Davey, oh, maybe, maybe he, I hope he's good out there, you know? He's got a traumatic treats. brain injury, and we're really worried about it. With CTE, is a very strong possibility for Davey Gudgeon. Maybe he played Quidditch too. He probably did play Quidditch. I mean, anyone that runs up on a whomping willow. Ledger's to the face. Yeah. Yikes. Um, <laughs> so we read a lot about Jimmy eating porridge in the series, but what you don't know is Jimmy is porridge. <laughs> the literal embodiment. Honestly, she only eats porridge like one time. <laughs> <laughs> It's really what it is is Does she so only porridge know, one time? Yes. But what it is is that um I don't know. Some of y'all might be Harry Jimmy Shippers and that's fine. <laughs> JK Rowling did not set that up in a way that I think she thought she was doing like Harry they weren't friends. They didn't interact. They didn't like you know, by the time so we're like so when we're reading, I think it was Goblet of Fire and there are all these moments where they could be building a even just the friendship, it doesn't have to be like anything more than that because like they're still young, whatever. Jenny still has an obvious crush on him, so that's fine. But there's all these times where she's just like there and Harry's not like interacting, interacting with, her. with her at all. And so there was one time he just kind of found her and maybe it was Hermione and Jenny's just eating porridge and then it was like, bye Jenny, and then she doesn't show up for a couple of chapters. This is after he saved her in the Chamber of Secrets. There's so they, much that they could bond they, on. They have that. a shared trauma of being, you know, possessed by Voldemort. Two people that have a lot to talk about there. You know, what's it like? Did you black out? No, I didn't really black out, but I got nightmares. Did you get nightmares? No, I don't really get nightmares, but did your head hurt? No, but you know, there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of things that they could build a relationship on. 
They don't talk. Ever. Because Mrs. Jenny's in the Great Hall. She's in the Great Hall. Okay? It's so good. Stays in the Great Hall for the next four years until two years. Two years until then all of a sudden there's a monster in Harry's chest. Dean's out. Which um is just indigestion. Like <laughs> skipping a little. We named we named it Edward. <laughs> it's often, you know, it's always purring and like sniffing the air, like oh watching her sleep. Jenny and Dean fought, you said. Hmm. Like smells like I don't know, it's time for me to sign up in there. I don't know. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. We had to give it a name because it just keeps saying, oh, the monster purred and like the monster clawed ravenously. And like, but why? Why is this happening in here? Somebody like, should go see Madame Pomfrey. <laughs> she has a remedy for, she got to. for that monster in your chest. Speaking of giving things names, the most fascinating character by far in the entire series is a witch that gets about half a sentence dedicated to her, but man, what a sentence. Um, Mrs. Zabini, Blaze's mother, who gets richer and richer as her husband gets better and better. (laughs) (laughs) What is her life like? What is that story? How after the third husband, how does she keep finding husbands? She's fine, okay? She is very attractive. Um, we like to imagine her as Iman, the super model who was married to David Bowie. You know, the cheekbones really is what that is, and the smoothness of her skin. But she needed a name because Mrs. Zabini has a very rich story that we wanted to hear. So we named her Nicola, um, Nicola Zabini, and you can hear throughout whether she mentions of Nicola and her conquest and, <laughs> and then murders. <laughs> a legend. There's <laughs> no proof. She has never spent a day in Afghan. Hagrid has spent more time in Afghan. Okay, we're talking about the real crimes. <laughs> so, you know, a legend crimes of her. I always wonder how that works. I mean, you know, obviously I'm not in like a, or not obviously, but like, y'all don't know me. I'm not in like a well-to-do, like, not summering at the Hamptons where maybe that ha- I happened in revenge and people were getting killed and stuff and it was all salacious. So like maybe they just were like, yeah, I mean she's just be killing people. I don't know. <laughs> I think she's kind of like her. I think she is Olivia Pope and Na- Annalise Keaton on her squad. <laughs> okay. So you know, just the the accusations just roll off the back. Yeah, she's like, have- what are you talking about? I'm so distraught. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you see? I'm wearing whatever happened. My morning black. Yeah, the silk and it's just this, like no, not not even morning yet. Cause she doesn't know. She's like, oh no, officer <laughs> or R. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. Oh no. Somehow he ate this this food I gave him, and now he's dead. I just I'm I'm unclear. Maybe he had a, he had a tree allergy, but I did not know. <laughs> Just all trees. All trees. Well, I'm not. What is it? Oh, and not, that, oh. What was that, what was that, like, kill you? Sniff it. I don't know. I don't know. Kill you if you sniff it. I don't know. She had a lot of dead husbands. She did. So. It's true. And she clearly, I mean, and I, and I wonder because, like, Slughorn very openly just, like, or I don't know about openly, but, like, enough that Harry, and we know how he is with noticing and, you know. Very he, at the very least, could surmise this is what's going on in Blaze's home. And so, just, like, this question that, like, how does Harry, and then, like, how does Blaze, getting this question from Slughorn, like, oh, yeah, how's your mom? How's your stepdad? Oh, he dead? Oh, my fault. How about the other one? How's he doing? Oh, he's on the, oh, oh. He's the same my Okay. Oh, okay. Well, you know, hope for a speedy recovery. And Blaze is like, hmm. Like, how is it as, like, a child? <laughs> Your mom is out here doing this thing, and like, even if she's not, I, I highly like. I'm, I like to think that she's a decent mom, and is at the very least like keeping it separate. Like, blazing scene. He can't see vegetables yet, hopefully. Um, but like, I don't know. There, she is killing people. Like, I understand. Allegedly. 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 My fault. You're this right. Is why she sent him to boarding school because. He has one stepfather in the beginning of the year. By the end, like, oh, what's up, Chris? Seven years of Hogwarts, eight stepfathers. And like, and but but people, but he's just being asked. 
ask these questions and he's not like, at least from what we can tell, not offended or like, no, you know, he's just like, I don't know, you know, we'll just be dying. <laughs> just, they be out here. I mean, they do be dying. I don't know what to say. <laughs> We've all read these books. It's true. It's dark times for people who live a long time. seemingly have a long lifespan. A lot of them die. Quite young. Yeah. Um, so another wizard team canon that we have is that the ministry has partially canon. This is uh, this is like yeah canon canon and but we just we filled out the backstory. You know, there's all these questions that we have while we read these books, and someone has to come up with answers. Right. And For instance, how was Harry and them able to get into the ministry of Ma- the ministry of magic after hours through the visitor's entrance, <laughs> and nobody stopped them, and it was just unlocked. And this is like the mug. You know what I mean, like. And they were just like, oh, we're here to save serious black, notorious mass murderer. And I'm like, oh, Rest here's your badge. <laughs> Make sure you weigh your wand. <laughs> so the problem is, is that the ministry, the ministry has been going through budget cuts. And, you know, having magic sometimes makes you really arrogant. And you think that a Lohomora, you know, won't do the trick. Right? But we learn a little bit more in first year, so we need something, you know, a little bit more secure than a locked door. Interestingly, Tom understands this, because once he takes over, you can't get in or out without Immediate security upgrades. You know, toilets, you know, coins. Say what you will about Tom and me. We understand the security. You know? So, there is one security guard and he works really hard but there's only so much you can do with one security guard who has to measure the wand and weigh it which is important well I think it's to get like the it's like a catalog because your wand is off like your ID. nine and three quarters Holly Phoenix Feather like that was kind of what right but you get like, in the world of Expelliarmus yes. your wand should not be your ID <laughs> They can operate into the ministry, so there's no like in you know this is the. So Eric is sitting there writing these reports to the minister of magic, saying, you know, I really think that we need to do something. We might need to hire someone else. We need some help. Um, and then the ministry's like, well, you know, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. We gotta do what we have, you know. And Everything then our and then our resident fashion icon slivers all up in there. <laughs> And he's like, yo, it was a whole ass snake in here. And they're like, call the exterminator. Like, you know, it that way. It beats that way sometimes. Are you good? Are you good? Cool. Yeah, we're, we're fine. Yeah, there's a large snake. Um, and then he's like, well, I, you know, something's obviously going on because we've caught a large snake. Arthur's been bitten. And then, um, not Dirk Fessel. Who else was it? Um, Dirk Fessel? Mm-hmm. Podmore. Sturgis Pod- Podmore. Sturgis Podmore. Just hanging out, and everyone, everything seems to be concentrated by the Department of Mysteries. Maybe we want to look into this. And Fudge is like, "We're good. Alohomora never failed us. more You know, just make sure the door is locked, but not the visitors' entrance because we need people to be able to get in here. And so, Eric sets up a, you know, a failproof system. Though he he writes copious notes about the ways in which he thinks this can be improved, but he decides, I'm going to go home. You're not paying me overtime. It's a salary position. So people will have to announce themselves in the visitor's entrance and get a badge. That's and all that's I it. can do. That's, that's, that's all. it. I don't know about, like, I don't know who's tracking this. I don't know where the, you know, that information goes to. Do you want it, Minister? No? Well, then I'm... If I just, like, you know, just keep a note of who comes and who goes. And by the way, could you also maybe stop by St. Mungo's and look at the plants that are coming in? He's like, I don't, I don't work there. And he's like, well, you know, you work everywhere because you're the only security we have. <laughs> The entirety of the British wizarding world. The entirety of the British wizarding world. You can take that last one. I don't. Oh, this is great. So, there's a lot of talk about Snape and his love for Lily and people who ship that. Um, and what a. Yeah, I know. See, I, see, I agree with you. Yeah, I'm not on that team at all. What we're not talking enough about is the person who Snape really should have been with. And who was perfect for him, 
Um, they had so much in common. They loved to torture children. They really enjoyed, you know, yelling at small children in quiet spaces. And this is Madame Pence, uh, the Hogwarts librarian. And she loves Snape. Okay? She, like, you get a note from Snape, you can have the restricted section. Go forth and prosper. Go where you want to. All she wants is maybe you let Snape know that, you know, she's doing okay and she wants, you know, if he wants to stop by and she's got a new potion book for him. And I just really think that people should ship Snape and Pence more. I think that they are meant to be. Um, and their love is epic. And my epic. Epic. Okay. It's an epic love story. It's something. Um, or it could be if she would just, you know, if he would just straighten up and stop thinking about that one girl who, you know, he got, got killed. He killed. <laughs> or got killed. Got killed. Mm. Whatever. But like the promise of new love. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine them together. They can walk the halls and hit children. <laughs> they can, they can, you know, maybe write notes in books and, and Madame Pence will be like, oh, I hate when you do that. Don't dog ear the books. And he's like, mm-hmm, except them some brunch. <laughs> and they can, you know, just bond over learning and, and experimentation of potions and dark spells and sure. I just I just want everyone to think about it a little bit more. <laughs> just think about it. Someone talks about Snape and whoever else and you just say, what about Madame Pet? <laughs> or perhaps. Perhaps. I personally think that they're meant to be and they are my OTP. <laughs> Not the one. The one to be. Yes, um, so I, we're going to open this up, and I, is this about Snape Pence, or is this what I think it is? See, okay, that's what I was going to say. I was opening it up. So, um, so we would like to know, we have like 20 minutes, we'd like to know some of your headcanons and things that you've made up, and you know, we're, we're curious. We and the things that our you, knowledge. The things that you hold That you found through your extensive research. And that you hold above anything else. That the first the first thing that comes to mind when you think about headcanons, we would like to know it. Come on, guys. We we can give you time while Delia has her (laughs) Yeah. Maybe maybe we should have a mic so people can like see things. Or hear. You know. (laughs) And we do want to give other people time. Well, yes, this is giving them time to, to ruminate, and then they can come up and get the mic. I'm not going to talk over you guys. <laughs> so, first thing I have something I appreciate you Anyone else? Any other headcanons you want to come to the 
it's, this is a good question. Oh, so so yes, my thought. Um, so they're asking how Fred and George found or were able to use the Marauders map. The combination of skill and luck and, and tenacity, stick to itiveness. <laughs> tenacity. Yes, that's the word. You know, I think they were like, what is in our essence? Like, well, who, who are we as people? What, what, is this, what is something we stand for, you know? And they're like, I don't know, Gryffindor. Uh, you know, they're like spitballing, brainstorming. And they're like, you know, sometimes we be up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, you know, perhaps, if we swear it solemnly. <laughs> You have to say I saw them swear enough to know good for the map to work. I think the map was gonna work for them anyway, but was having fun with them, like trying to guess how to make it work. It just wants to know, you know, that you're about that life. And then those words happen. It was like that's pretty good. I think the map had a sense of humor. Obviously, we well, don't have a sense of humor. Oh yeah. And I think that it, you know, Fred and George came up with I saw them swear enough to know good, and they were like, and the map was like, I like it. It revealed a secret. And then they were like, oh no, what do we do now? Mischief managed. They're like, they're we like, good. We don't need it today. We're good. We're Mischief good. managed. And then the map was like, ah, these guys are great. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just started telling people that that is how you use the map. And the map was like, I mean, I guess. Sure. Cool. But I swear that if, you know, now, five years later, or I don't know where we at, is Alba Severus still up in Hogwarts? Yeah. I swear if he lost the map and then some other Gryffindor picked it up and was like, hey yo, I want to cause some trouble, the map would be like, here you go. <laughs> I don't know that you have to say those words, <laughs> is what I'm saying. It is very specific. I'm like, it's been with Filch. He don't know. It's just learning things and getting more and more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Because it could. Because <laughs> it was there. It was in like, wasn't it in a thing that said like confiscated and highly dangerous? They're like, oh, yeah. that's, real, that's, that's where that's I'm trying to be. Live. I don't know about you, but that's where I'm trying to be. That's so, the pocket, you know? know? Let's do um, this. There. Alright, uh, so I have a headcanon that after the events of Deathly Hollows, Ron and Harry pursued their Quidditch careers, and then they joined the Chudley Cannons and led them to their first championship <laughs> in over a hundred years. Similar headcanon that I just started talking about, which is the fact that Harry Potter, post-defeating Voldemort, has the best oh, yeah. mark merchandising deals in the world. He's the highest-paid Minister of Magic. He's got no Nimbus, ministry worker. Ministry worker. Yeah. yeah, he gets paid more than the Minister of Magic. My name's like, how much are you taking home? Because you know the wage gap is real. And he's like, don't worry about it. I'm in the dark world. He's got. Harry Potter licensed Nimbuses. Expelliarmus. is trademarked. You use that spell, he gets a cut. Like, <laughs> if you defeated the greatest Dark Lord of all time when you were 17, would you not capitalize off of that? So Why I, is he even working? I don't even think the they're called the Chudley Cannons anymore. I think they're called the Harry Potters. <laughs> the Chudley Potters. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now I'm thinking about um, Jeopardy or like Hey Man. I want to hear y'all do like what you think that that looked like. Like, like that brainstorm session. Like brainstorm yeah. session and the map is becoming a little bit more clear. Um, hey, yo, show me what you got. Hey, I want to see your secret. Uh, you can't want to see secrets, George. Okay, um, what's happening? What's happening? Hello. Hi. Hi. Fred, come on, Gryffindor. Come on, Fred. Come on. Think bigger. And then I swear that I am not going to break any rules. And then, like, like, no. Turns off. The map literally laughs. And they're like, I swear that I'm going to break all the rules. I don't lie. 
for five minutes. For five minutes. <laughs> Somehow, Mrs. Norris used to be human, and now is not. But they were married. Like, so my, I have a sister who she's seven, and so I'm like, you know, indoctrinating her in the. She gets one. She gets one. One book a year. She just turned seven like a month ago, so she has Chamber of Secrets now, and she's reading. And she looked at me, and she was like, "Who is Mr. Norris?" And I was like, "You know what? I don't even know." <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Like you're right, and I just feel you know maybe maybe like you're saying like maybe oh my the, gosh she's like the maledictus that's what I was gonna say oh. but a cat version and Filch is like but no didn't you I feel like you somebody said something about like Filch murdered Mr. Norris so then it's like a then it's like a yeah it was me it was pretty it, oh, oh see that's what somebody it was a. Mur- that Mr. Norris got murdered, and then Phil slid up in there. Well, not, didn't get murdered. Not was murdered. Was murdered pawn. No, but Phil just not Nagini. He didn't slide up in there. You can, I didn't say slither. I said slide. Everybody can slide. Okay. So he slid up in there like, oh, my I fault. You know what I mean? And then maybe somebody else is like, you murdered. Her. I don't know. Now I'm thinking about like old, like you know, Greek. Mythology, where like the person does the thing and then the woman's punished and is turned into like a minotaur or something. <laughs> so now I'm like, somehow Mrs. Norris gets punished. Maybe they conspired. I have a theory. With each other I have and a they theory. poisoned him. I have a good theory. Okay. Phyllis got a cat. Phyllis is reading Mansfield Park. Phyllis named his cat Miss Norris because he really liked Miss Norris in Mansfield Park. That's it. <laughs> or, <laughs> it's a lot of murder happening in Wizard Park. <laughs> or, we need a murder. Wizard, we need a detective. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, we've all heard the theory that the court practice about whether there are ways to run a school. So, awful. Oh, yeah. I don't know. What's Dudley like when he's away at school and away from here? The worst? The worst? <laughs> Continues. The first thing Dudley did when he met Harry was poke him. So, also, they have the smell. Like everyone's the worst at smelling, so I think he's probably average. You know, he's chilling. There's you usually can... a bigger boy poking him with a. Beard. <laughs> nope, abort, 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 abort. <laughs> Just shut that one all the way down. Let's not. <laughs> well, I think maybe after you know after the Dementor incident, Dudley had a come to Jesus moment. He was like, you know what? I don't want to be like this anymore. But there are literally people who see Harry all the time who are not the Dursleys. Like, Harry goes to Hogwarts and Neville, Seamus, Dean, Ron don't start poking at him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think, I I don't really buy that. The spirit's on. Catch cannon. And also I just, like, they're just, they're They're just bad people. Maybe it's because I'm a, I'm not a muggle, actually. No. Like, I have muggle friends. My best, some of my best friends are muggles, and they don't want to be children. I just don't think that that is, like, you know, a reason. I don't know. I personally think that it might be because they're terrible people. What happened? This is random. <laughs> so random. We talked about D minus, so let's <laughs> Okay. So we all know that Lily was super excited that she got into Hogwarts and Petunia wanted to go, but then she couldn't get in because she's a muggle and she was all salty. And like Lily loves her big sister and it's like, no, I just you know, think that you can still be a part of the world, even you know, there are a lot of people who are muggle born or live in mixed families, it's not a big deal. Maybe, maybe you can meet a nice wizard and your child can have magic. And so she sets him up, she sets Petunia up with Sirius Black. And they go on the worst date. Um, Sirius takes her to 
a movie but doesn't understand movies, so they go see something wildly inappropriate. And then they go to a you know, movie and a dinner, right? So they go to a dinner, they go to a diner, and Sirius is asking her, like, you know, spoons, what's that all about? Oh, I guess they have spoons. <laughs> Walking, why do you do that? I don't know. <laughs> like, all of these are. <laughs> Every, like, but it's the function of a rubber ducky. Sure. I mean, you mean to tell me that you actually, like, walk everywhere, take, drive, take a drive? Why don't you just think about it and then end up in that place? I don't understand. <laughs> you know, so Petunia goes on the date and it's like, oh wow, these people are terrible. Sees Vernon Dursley and it's like, that's what I want. That's, <laughs> that's it. So we kind of, as much as I love Sirius and I think that he's a precious teen who should be protected at all costs, um, we kind of have him to blame for the Dursley being <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. That's fine. But Why not both? You know? Expand your, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Both and. Both and. Sometimes you need a boyfriend and a girlfriend. I don't know. Going back to Sarah's, or not Sarah's So there's this amazing, there's this amazing artist called Winnie Corgi on Tumblr, and she has this whole comic strip, comic strip about it, and which um, is it Harry's asking Sirius what it's like, and then it cuts to McGonagall being very Catholic. Well, no, he's like, no, so he's like, oh, do anime guy take on like characteristics, and Sirius is like. Why would you ask that? And then it's like all these like scenes of Harry seeing McGonagall like knock shit, knock stuff over. Sorry, knock stuff over and like you know just like hiss and like jump up in a tree. You know they're like, girl, what's going on? And then and and then Sirius is like bounding up to Remus and you know licking his face, <laughs> all sorts of nonsense. And so I like to think that. Um, they have human thought, but their their personalities are just like very like their anime guy. So Sirius really loves to cuddle. Um, if you get him excited, he does a little shimmy. <laughs> um, you can really distract him with a ball. Squirrels are his kryptonite. He almost he almost failed apparition test because a squirrel popped up. <laughs> Distracting. So yeah, I I love that. I love to think about that. Yeah. Uh, so if Harry, since Harry was stabbed with the chamber of secrets in the bathroom's fang, how come he didn't die immediately like the other one? Because Fox doesn't have like precision. No, no, no. It's the fang. So right. the venom went in his. It wasn't where the soul is. I don't know where the soul goes, but. <laughs> the thing in the same way that he stabs the thing. Maybe maybe Fox got to emergency. I, said, uh, I was just thinking that Fox was not Fox was wasn't precision precise. You know what I mean? Like you have surgeons and then you have people who are just like clear and just <laughs> fix the whole thing. Sure. That's how the science works. I have an MD. <laughs> um let's do Maggie and then we're gonna wrap up this uh oh uh oh uh oh. Oh. So I just need to explain why uh, this iconic, fashionable co-host is here with you today, and you know is not dead. Uh, <laughs> um, so Maggie noticed that her uh, her uh, uh, partner in crime, uh, Tommy, uh, was getting a little nervous, and that made her nervous too because she was saying. Uh, to protect herself, and she kind of, you know, with her state like powers, was able to transfer 
from herself to the same onesie. So when Neville, you know, did the tacky trap, Her own neck. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that she's with her headless arm. Or that. Or that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. In, the, really in the Harry Potter that. multiverse. <laughs> Both and. Okay, so we are, we got like four minutes. Um, at the end of all of our episodes, we like to nominate who is MVP. Um, so who like wins the episode. Um, usually they're like characters or, you know. Um, and then who's bitch, so who lost. Um, and so we would like to ask you all, we can go first and then I want to know who yours are. So Robin, who's of your the, MVP? Of the, of the episode and who we've been talking about and... Of the panel? Yes, okay. the panel. So my MVP... I said the same episode. It's my fault. My MVP of the panel <laughs> is serious <laughs> Because forever and always because he's the best because he is a dog and <laughs> dogs are the best and love unconditionally and sometimes his love turns you you know it's too suffocating and it turns you into the arms of a muggle and you become abusive to children that's not his fault and that's not his fault. he just wants to you know share in the magic that is life um surprising probably no one my MVP is Nikini for <laughs> Taking, making huge strides in fashion. Um, I also do want to do like a secondary to Mrs. Zamini for, you know, people just, wizards just die every day. <laughs> and Why not she's it? just, you know, she's out here living her life. So, yeah, you know, wizarding life is expensive and sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Bitch. Um, <laughs> and it's JK Rowling and Robin <laughs> Do you listen whenever we do a bonus episode or anything like that? I bitch JK Rowling and Warner Brothers because why? Um, one, for making me <laughs> pop out of the shoulder neck. The most traumatizing thing that has ever happened in the history of literature and, you know, the Bible exists and <laughs> there are crucifixions. But did Jesus pop out of the neck? No. So, but I just think that I'm not over it. I don't think I'll ever be over it. Um, I hate it, thanks. Um, I'm gonna bench the Ministry of Magic for not having adequate security. <laughs> they need to work that out. Yeah. yeah. So does anyone want to MVP or, or I also want to MVP you guys, because this is really fun that you got to hear us be a hot mess. utterly ridiculous. Um, and laughed around. Yeah, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for not getting out of the meeting. <laughs> Nagini. <laughs> it's Wednesday season. And y'all want to stay seated. That's wild. It's been a long day. It's tough. My MVP is Marauder's Map for having so much fun with Fred and George on their journey to Old Yes. Yep. Yes. Very much. Yeah. MVP, bench. You want to bench someone?